Hey, dear ones, did you know that you have a built-in compass guiding you to your soul mission with all the tools you need to fulfill that soul mission? Sound exciting? Then join me for a Soul Blueprint, the only certification program that reveals how to amplify your five spiritual gifts so you can consciously create a life and business of massive soul line success. Enroll now at allisonscammell.com forward slash soul blueprint. And you can find that link in the show notes. Well, hello there. This is Allison Scammell. And I'm really excited to explore with you today the world of abundance and how an abundant mindset will boost your business sales. And not only that, why it's actually necessary to grow past a certain level. I'll be sharing four specific habits that will enable you to adopt an abundant business mindset, why an abundant mindset is necessary to call in your ideal clients with ease, and the secret to knowing when to offer your services up with abundance and when not to. We'll end the episode on a challenge that will have you swimming and abundant feelings so you can grow your business with ease. So stay with me until the end. Welcome to She Grows, a podcast for soul-guided women entrepreneurs ready to be seen and get fully booked using their unique genius, intuitive voice, and spirit guides. Each week, we'll explore how to create offerings based on what you do best so you can have a wait list of ideal clients and bring in continuous income. I'm your host, Allison Scammell. Let's get growing. Well, hey there, She Grows Nation. That is the name of this sisterhood of soul-guided entrepreneurs. And today we're talking about abundance, and I suspect you've heard it before that it's important to have an abundant mindset in business, but I'll be the first to say that it can feel challenging, and like, what does that even mean anyway? And if you've been in business for a while and you haven't had results that you would consider abundant, well, how do you overcome that block from just looking at past performance so you can create something new and you can create different and better results. So in this episode, I want to get specific. I want to offer specific, tangible habits to help you get into the energy of abundance. Because that's really what an abundant mindset is. It's a habit It takes practice and mindfulness. And what we're really talking about here and what we want, what's going to create the results in your business is not even the mindset. (laughs) It's the feelings of abundance. That feeling state that there's always enough, that there isn't scarcity, that the universe always provides. It's always enough. It's always more than enough. That those vibrations and an abundant mindset will help trigger those feelings. 
Because it's the feelings, the feeling state of abundance that is going to help you call in more abundance. And this is important in business because, yes, it is important to feel abundance, to bring in abundance, yes, but beyond that, it is looking at what is the opposite of abundance. So if you're not feeling abundant, what are you likely feeling? You are likely feeling some form of lack. I'm putting my my products and my services out there and I'm not getting the response I want. And that puts you in the feeling of lack. Those clients, those signups, those registrants, they're not here yet. So I am going to feel lack and be in the lack energy. And that, my friends, is going to create and that's going to attract more lack. So before you even put your stuff out there, we want to flip that all on its head and get into the abundant energy, the abundant feelings of there's more than enough, more than enough for everyone because that is the truth. There really is. So I want to share with you today four habits to help you adopt an abundant mindset and get into those feelings of abundance to help you grow your business with more ease. So habit number one is to watch what you consume. It's important to know what's happening in the world and in your market, yes, But there's a funny thing about news media. (laughs) The more I learn and the better I get at marketing, the more I see news media as just that, marketing. The news media is trying to sell copies of newspapers. They're trying to sell subscriptions. They're trying to sell advertising. So... They need the news to be delivered in a way that gets you coming back for more and more and more. And we humans are wired to show up for things that help us survive or thrive. And the way they offer the nightly news is in a way that it's offered to you in a way often that questions whether you're going to survive. It's very negative and it's often very sensational. And it leaves you with that question, am I going to survive this? Am I going to survive this economy? Am I going to survive this coronavirus? Am I going to survive these calamities in the world? And when you have that question, will I? And you're not sure, you're going to come back for more and more and more and more. And that's how they run a business, the business of news media. And I get it. They want to sell their advertising slots and their business. And I understand all that. But I also know that I don't need to consume all that. I don't need to go to them. I don't need to go to CNN or BBC or the New York Times to tell me if I'm going to survive tomorrow or not. You know, I, myself, I'm going to rely on my intuition and spirit guides and the information that the universe is providing for me. But okay, that's just me. I take 
a different perspective on this than most people. But what I'm saying to you is you do not need to be slammed every day with super negative news about the economy, about what's happening in the world, because that is going to trigger your fear responses. That's going to trigger your lack. That's going to trigger your there's not enough. We're not going to get through this. We may not survive. And that, my friends, is not the mindset you want to adopt to run an abundant, thriving business. That puts you into lack. And you might be thinking, yeah, but I don't want to stick my head in the sand. I don't want to not know what's happening in the world. And I get that. I'm with you. I'm not advocating sticking your head in the sand. I'm advocating about being very selective about where you get your news media. I'm advocating for not consuming too much of it. You know, we don't need a 24-hour cycle of news media, right? And I'm advocating for coming up with a strategy about how you want to remain informed about what's happening in the world. And I recommend that strategy include a few trusted news sources and a few times a day or week that you plug into those sources, And I advocate while you're plugged in to the sources, recognizing that they are a business. These news media are a business, right? And they sometimes use tactics to get you wanting to always come back for more by pushing your fear buttons and just recognizing that, recognizing that's happening so you don't get inadvertently drugged down to that fear and that lack. So my strategy for remaining informed about the world is my husband. (laughs) He's a news junkie and he knows that I do not like to read the news or plug into the news, but he keeps me informed about the big stuff. So I always know if there's something big happening in the world, he's going to tell me right away in the morning. So that's great. I mean, I have that kind of built in auto alert function that I sleep with at night and I really am grateful for that. And then I plug into the BBC Online, I have to read it. I do not like to watch news on TV. It's just like that is an ick factor for me. So I read the BBC. I read CNN International. And I read local news of wherever it is I'm living. (laughs) And if you guys know me, I move a lot. So that just depends on where I'm living at the time. And right now I live in Stuttgart, so I'm reading a local newspaper that I can get online that's in English. And I don't read it every day. I probably read it a couple times a week. And I skim and I scan. And I use my intuition to know if there's an article I should read. And then I also just rely on the universe. I have asked the universe to always keep me informed with the information that I need to survive or thrive. And so the universe is always providing for me. Sometimes the universe will provide me an article in my Facebook news feeds. Sometimes I'll overhear people talking about something and I will get the intuitive hit that I need to read that. I need to consume that. There's something important in there for me. And then I follow through on that. Otherwise, I'm not tuning into it. Otherwise, I'm just assuming I don't need it. It's too much information. And it's going to drag me down with the fear and the lack 
that is purposefully infused into many, many of the news media sources in order for us to keep coming back for more. And that brings us to the second habit to adopting an abundant mindset to grow your business. And this is very linked in with the first. And this is to watch the energy you plug into. There is a collective consciousness that is created or is that is responding to some of the things happening in our outer reality. And right now, because of the coronavirus and presidential elections in the United States and the feelings of polarization that are out there, there is a lot of fear. All of this is creating a lot of fear in the collective and also a fear of the unknown. Like we don't know what's going to happen with the presidential election. We don't know what's going to happen really with coronavirus. We can't really predict with any amount of certainty how it's all going to play out together, working together. So that uncertainty creates fear. And then, of course, there's a lot of fear of what's going to happen to the economy. And that's creating scarcity in the collective. That scarcity is creating lack. So if you're not mindful you and you're reading a lot of news media, you will inadvertently plug into this collective energy and it will trigger your fear, your lack, your uncertainty. And that is going to take you far, far away from feelings of abundance. And if you're plugged into the collective and you're trying to use affirmations to trigger abundance, it's not really going to work because your energy is down there in the fear. So you may be plugged into the fear and have the thought, I intend to sell out my next program. And you're trying to use that thought, that affirmation to trigger the abundance, but it's not going to work if you're plugged into the fear. It's just not going to create the results that you want to create. So it's as simple as pausing, taking a few deep breaths. You can do it with me right now. (sighs) And just checking in. How do I feel in this moment? How do I feel? Do I feel fear, lack, scarcity, uncertainty? If you're getting any sort of yes to those feelings, I want you to imagine that there's energetic cords coming out of your body going into a collective consciousness. And you can visualize this however it comes to you. So I want you to actually visualize cutting any sort of cord that would be in this collective fear-based consciousness. Just go ahead and cut those cords. (sighs) And then bring all of that energy, all of that energy back inside of you. And once you've done that, I want you to pivot down to your heart space, your heart chakra. And that helps you uh, tune into your higher self, which is always at the frequency of love and abundance and connection. And I want you to raise your vibrations back up, up higher vibrations. That's where abundance is a higher vibration. From that heart space, you're gonna raise your vibrations back up to the love, to the connection, to the 
a truth that we're always provided for, that there's always enough that will always be taken care of. Ah, that feels much better. (laughs) And from that heart space, you can really tap into those true feelings of abundance, those high vibrational feelings. Ah, And that brings us to habit number three, to adopting an abundant mindset to grow your business. And that is to be hyper mindful of your thoughts. I don't even want to say mindful. I want to say hyper mindful. So it's not just about watching your main thoughts, which is important, clearly, but it's also the little thoughts, you know, those little times where you're getting little triggers of lack or little triggers of defeat that are going to slowly bring your energy levels down. And those little triggers add up to bigger triggers that add up to you attracting lack into your experience instead of abundance. So I want to give you an example. I look at myself. I've done tons and tons of work on this. I have a daily practice to help me identify and dissolve any limiting beliefs that aren't serving me. So I feel like, you know, pat myself on the back. I've done a lot of work. So yay, I have an abundant mindset. Well, the other day I was opening my email inbox and I noticed an advertisement from Square, which is one of the softwares that I use to collect payment from clients. And Square was announcing with excitement that they you can now transfer $10,000 a day from your Square account to your bank account. And my, just for a split second, I noticed that I had the thought, like I'll need that. Just just like a split second. It was so fast. This little teeny thought just crept in. Like I'll need that. And that meant like I'll ever make $10,000 a day to benefit from this new service. And then I paused for a moment because I noticed that little micro thought just slipped in there. But I paused. I was mindful. There it was. I spotted it. And I said, how does that make me feel to think like I'll need that, like I'll need this service because I'll never make that much. And I realized it made me feel bad. It made me feel lack, made me feel defeat. But then I I really paused and I realized I have made $10,000 in a day. I don't make it every day. But I have indeed made $10,000 worth of sales in a day. So guess what? I do need this service. I will benefit from this service. I could benefit from this service all the time because maybe I want to have many days where I have $10,000 days. Who knows? I invite it in. I invite in the abundance of a $10,000 day. Thank you, Square, for transferring that much money into my bank account in one day. I appreciate that. But in that moment of reading that ad and having that auto response in my brain, and that auto response was, yeah, like I'll ever need that, that was coming from an old piece of me, an old broken record that was still living inside of me from a few years ago in my business where I just never dreamed I'd have a $10,000 day. I felt so defeated 
in my performance because I was working so hard and the results weren't coming in at that time the way I wanted it to. But fast forward to today, that old song was still playing in my subconscious. And I needed the hyper-mindfulness to say, guess what? That thought isn't true at all. And I have specific evidence that proves it. And you might be saying, well, yeah, I don't have that evidence. I'm not making that kind of money. I'm putting stuff out there and people aren't signing up. So I don't have the evidence of abundance. And if that's what you're thinking, I want you to dig deep here. I want you to dig deep to those moments in time when your life and your business did feel abundant. I want you to really honor the experiences that you labeled as small or minor. So that comment you got on Facebook from someone that your blog post really spoke to them. Recall the little wins and tune into those little wins. How did those little wins make you feel? That little feedback that what you were doing was helping people, was transforming lives, was making things better for them. Go into how that felt, that servitude, that service for others. We as human beings are all designed to be in service to others. And I think if you're called to be an entrepreneur, you're doubly called to be in service to others. And isn't that why you started your business, to be in service? And isn't that ultimately why you want to make sales? Yes, you need to pay your rent. I get it. I do too. But what what really gets me going in the morning is being in service to you. That puts the pep in my step. That makes me jump out of bed in the morning. That makes me look forward to my work each and every day. It's not paying my rent. It's not buying nice clothes. I don't care about that stuff anymore. I really don't. There was a time in my life where I did and I cared about labels. I gives a shit now. Excuse my language. I just don't care. I care about being in service to you. And I've been there. I've been to that point where I had nothing. Absolutely nothing in terms of money. I wasn't living on the street, so I'm not going to say that I ever lived on the street because I haven't, but I've been to that point in life where I had not a dollar in my bank account and I didn't know how I was going to buy food the next day. And again, I've never gone hungry, so I'm not trying to say I've been there to the point where I've been hungry or I've been out on the street. I haven't. But I've been to the brink of really no money at all. And the universe provided for me over and over and over. And every time I got to the brink of absolutely no money, the universe provided for me again and again and again. And my friends, I think back to that as evidence. That is amazingly glorious evidence for me. That I will never go without. I will truly never go without. There will always be enough to sustain me. 
I feel that so strongly in my bones. And so when you don't feel like you've got past business performance to help you create the abundant mindset, go to all the places in your life that you've seen abundance. You've seen the divine showing up with abundance. You've seen other people. There has been abundance created in your life. And get into that energy. Get into those vibrations. It's that knowing, that confidence, that there's always enough. There's always more than enough. That is that frequency of abundance. Get into that frequency the next time you want to offer something to your audience. You're coming from a place of service. You're coming from a place of abundance. You're coming from a place of love and the desire to transform their lives. And that brings us nicely to number four, the secret sauce to adopting an abundant mindset in your business, specifically in your business. And that is, listen up. And this is the habit of plugging into the right audience to give from a place of hyperabundance without expecting anything in return. What does that mean? I will tell you. Adopting an abundant mindset in your business means finding the places. This is so important. Finding those places where your ideal audience hangs out, going there and giving to that audience from a place of hyperabundance without expecting anything in return. So saying to yourself, how can I add value here to this space or this container? How can I serve? So what this looks like in practice is a closed Facebook group, right? Join a closed Facebook group and say to yourself, how can I add value here? Even if you're not the leader of the group. Hey, I run a closed Facebook group. If you're going to come into my group and say, how can I add value here without expecting anything in return? I will not feel for one second that you're trying to sell to my group. I will say, wow, that person is adding extraordinary value to my group. That person is making my group better. That person is making my group more attractive for other people to join because you're adding value. You're offering something in service to the whole. That's not salesy. That's not spammy. That's adding value without expecting anything in return. And when you do that, people are going to notice you. Other people in the group are going to say, wow, that was a great point. Wow, that gave me a little bit of transformation. Wow, that gave me a little result. Then they might look you up and follow you, follow your business page. And then once they follow your business page, they might see, oh, I can get on her newsletter. Then the second they get on your newsletter or like you on social media or follow you, they are giving you permission to market to them. They're saying, I like you so much. I want to hear more what you have to say. 
and I want to see what you're offering because I may want to buy it one day. And in that closed Facebook group where you got started, where you're offering that value, and for this strategy to work, you have to be pretty clear that you've got ideal clients or an ideal audience in the group or the container first. And second, you really want to overgive without expecting anything in return. Overgive, over add value without expecting anything in return. And you might say, well, I don't want to give all my candy and my candy store away for free. That's not what it's about. It's about creating connection. And how you're going to get your ideal audience or clients to notice you is through this abundance of giving. And when you give abundantly without expecting anything in return, people see it and they love it and they want more of it. And that's how they will go. They will take the effort to find you, to find ways to follow you. And when they do that, they've given you the permission to market to them. If you're in a container that's not full of ideal clients and you're overgiving, then indeed you are just giving away your candy for free. But in a way, it doesn't really matter because those people probably weren't going to buy from you anyway. So it gets back to being really clear about who you're called to serve and doing the research and experimenting around to find out where they're hanging out and how you connect can connect to them in those places. And that takes trial and error. It takes effort. So closed Facebook groups are a great place to start as well as following coaches or gurus that you really admire and you feel like the people following these gurus are people who would be your ideal audience and follow them and engage in the comments and engage in a way that you're just trying to make true connection, not trying to, you know, connect in a way to make a sale, just connecting from that place of abundance and because you feel called to serve. And when you do that, when you plug into the right audiences and give, overgive from that abundant energy, you are going to attract clients easier and easier and easier. And very often, this method I'm describing doesn't even require you to spend any money on marketing yourself. All it requires is for you to be clear on who you feel called to serve, getting to know where that person hangs out, and over giving in those spaces from a place of abundance. So dear friends, those were the four habits to adopting an abundant mindset to grow your business. Quick recap, watch what you consume, watch the information you consume, watch the energy you plug into. And if you're inadvertently plugged into fear energy, lack energy, uncertain energy, be hyper mindful of your thoughts. And last but not least, plug into the right audiences and give from a place of hyper abundance. And when you do that, 
clients are going to be coming in from left and right from amazing places and they won't just be clients they will be soul sisters and brothers they will be the people you most feel called to serve and i want to thank you thank you thank you so much for listening i'm so grateful you're out there i'm so called to serve you And if you feel like you love this episode and others like it, and I hope you do, I'd be really, really grateful for a rating and review so more people can find us. And friends, if you'd like help calling in your ideal people, then be sure to download my PDF guide that reveals the five visibility blockers that are preventing your ideal clients from finding you. Your offerings are too important to remain invisible, So this guide will help you be seen and get fully booked. Find a link to download the guide on my website, alisonscammell.com, as well as in the show notes.